our housing minister, BC housing minister, Ravi Kalan, um, going out public saying the housing crisis is hurting people and it's holding back the economy. And, and the provincial government is taking action to cut municipal red tape and get homes built faster. A rather unprecedented move, if you will. Here is Ravi Kalan uh, making this announcement today. Have a listen. I'll let the mayor speak to Vancouver. I'll just speak uh, about the province overall. And I'll just say that we are in a situation where young people right now can't find uh, homes, uh, can't afford to buy a home. And we have the risk of losing young people to other provinces. And that's just un- is unacceptable to me. It's unacceptable to my colleagues. It's unacceptable to the premier. And so uh, what we'll be seeing and what we're encouraging local governments to do is do the community planning early have the community engage on what they would like to see in their community, how they would like to see it in their community, make a decision, and then let's not relitigate decisions once they've been made. Then when a project comes forward and it fits within uh, the community plan, let's get on with building it. And that's uh, something that I've been urging our local government partners, uh, something that uh, certainly with the 10 communities that have been chosen here, that's what we'll be doing, pushing them to get their community plans in place, and then depoliticizing the decision-making. Once uh, a project fits within the community plan. It should not have to go back to council. It should not have to be relitigated. The staff should be able to make decisions so that we can get this critical housing built. All right. So now we connect. I'm keeping you so busy. Richard Zussman <laughs> joining me again off the top of the show. Thank you. Our global news reporter based at the legislature. Richard, thank you for doing this. Big announcement. Was watching the press briefing as it happened. You heard uh, Minister Kellon right there saying, let's not relitigate things. Let's not go back to council. Once you do a community plan, uh, the, the incentive here for uh, the province needing to step in. Is this, is this rather unprecedented for the province to say, hey, municipalities, if you don't fix this, we're coming in and we're going to clean it up for you. It sure is. This is completely unprecedented. Uh, we knew with the new legislation that the housing policies were new, uh, unique in Canada. This list is unique in Canada, establishing uh goals for municipalities to meet to get housing. And like yesterday, Jody, I was grinding up right to the last minute to join you. I was just doing an interview with Dean Murdoch. He's the mayor of Saanich. They are one of Mm -hmm. the communities on the list. Uh, They are happy to be on the list, but they also believe that the province must step to the plate here as well and ensure that there is infrastructure to support housing. So be it Vancouver or North Vancouver District or Port Moody, West Vancouver, whoever's on this list, uh, if you are going to be approving housing and quickly, the province needs to be there at the table with supports for roads, for infrastructure, for schools, for hospitals. All of that is going to take time and a lot of money to do. But implementing this sort of carrot, as in here's money, here's support to do it, that's new. The big question still, Jody, is what is the stick? If these municipalities, Mm. and, you know, the minister wouldn't say it, but I can, there's a naughty part of this list and a nice part of this list. And the nice part are communities like Saanich, Victoria, Vancouver, Delta, who have been more aggressive in putting in that density and improving their housing policies as demand has dictated over the last few years. There are some on the naughty side of the list. Uh, Port Moody has been resistant for a long time, although this council uh, is more supportive of housing. West Vancouver has been resistant to this sort of density, and so has Oak Bay. So the question is, what if those communities that have been resistant in the past 
continue to be resistant? What will the province do? Minister was asked about that a few times. Still no answer, but that's going to be very interesting to see how quickly the province gets involved to ensure that those communities build up the density like their neighbours do. It is jarring to me, Jody, and I'm sure you've experienced when you're in the Tri-Cities and you drive from Port Moody to Coquitlam and you go from seeing those single-family detached homes in Port Moody and the second you cross that municipal border, all of a sudden there are towers around you in Coquitlam, clearly there's an issue because no matter what side of that municipal border you live on, you need to access things like transit and jobs and resources And for one community to move forward with getting people into homes and the others not, clearly an issue the province is trying to address here. Yeah, well articulated as always, Richard. And and what pops to mind for me is Boundary Road when you cross over from East Vancouver into Burnaby. And it's just like, holy different city. Oh, my goodness. Or even (laughs) crossing over the Oak Street Bridge and seeing the gentle density of Richmond, but high density gentle versus, you know, Carisdale, Shaughnessy, Upper Point Grey, you know, the West Side that and and then you look at places like Victoria and really that unprecedented move by Victoria to say, hey, you know what, every every single family dwelling can become a place to build multi units like that's rather uh, progressive, to say the least. Yeah, and that's that theory of the missing middle and Vancouver. Uh, the reason we're in a housing crisis is in part due to the issues Vancouver had with permitting, approving housing mm, yeah. in many of those regions that you mentioned. Sure, you can look in Yale Town and Marine Drive and see density, but it is still predominantly dominated by single-family homes. And the yeah. price is at a point now where it is unattainable for literally anybody to buy their first home in the city. So Vancouver is being seen now as improving its permitting process, uh, moving more quickly to get these projects done. But a lot of work still needs to be done, and that includes the sort of stuff that you mentioned, uh, either soft density in some neighbourhoods, townhomes, uh, low rises, and in some other areas, especially around those transit corridors, we're going to start yeah. seeing that higher density. And that is part of what this is, list is about. It's about creating a partnership between the province and these 10 municipalities one-on-one. Mayor Murdoch just said to me, uh, they are getting ready to engage in these meetings with the province, and the province will be working with each municipality to create a plan that works for them. No, Minister Callum's not going to go neighbourhood to neighbourhood and say, you need houses there and you need houses there, but it's going to be part of a much larger dialogue about this is the type of housing philosophy you need to put in place. This is how we'll help you get there. And together, we can all address the number one issue in our province. Any mayor you speak to, Jody, and we saw it on election night. There was a massive switchover. Voters were frustrated with incumbents. And the number one issue that universally any mayor I've asked in B.C. says the biggest issue is housing. And it continues to be. And these mayors know it. They heard it from their constituents. The province knows it. They hear it every day. And the federal government hears it, too. So this is the start of that partnership to build that housing that is desperately needed in these 10 communities and others. The minister was quick to say there are others that need it, too. They're just not on this first list. Right. So the the city of Vancouver just put out a statement saying that they welcome the opportunity to be the first uh, on the first cohort list. And here is the mayor of Vancouver, Ken Sim, at this morning's uh, briefing. Have a listen. Uh, I just want to be very clear. Uh, city of Vancouver, um, 
it's a top priority to build as much housing as quickly as possible. Where we come in is the, the number one challenge is the permitting process takes way too long. And I know we celebrated uh, issuing a number rec uh, a record number of permits at the city recently. But that's not really helpful. That's probably the wrong metric to look at because if it takes six to 12 years to get a permit, by the time you actually get your permit, uh, the economics don't work on the project anymore. So we are going to speed up the permitting process. When it comes to um, uh, building housing, I want to be very clear. If something makes sense for the city over the next 30 years, we are going to do it and we're going to do it fast. We don't have to litigate these things. Uh, they will uh, be a priority. So anything along transit, anything along main arterial roads, um, and more density faster, that's what we'll be focused on. That again, Mayor Ken Sim. And Richard, I'm talking about this uh, re-litigating things. I mean, the Vancouver plan has been <laughs> in the planning phase for four and a half years, the planning. And then the plan comes in and the checked boxes are all there. And then a developer comes in and says, what about this? And they're like, well, we're going to need to take that to council. It's like... Why, why the plan if we're going to, you know, hopefully this might streamline some of that or perhaps give some of the mayors an out on the nimbyism that happens in their jurisdiction? I think that is the biggest issue, Jody, you've hit it there, that there is going to be nimbyism in many communities, not just in Vancouver, but across Metro Vancouver. And yeah. part of this will be a uniform approach saying that, yes, every neighborhood looks a little bit different. Yes, different neighborhoods can take on different density, but your neighborhood will not be excluded from this just because you have really expensive homes or just because right. you have really vocal uh, neighbors. This is about prioritizing a region, and the focus will be on those closest to transit first because we know that that is the goal from all levels of government is to get people moving through public transit. That's why they've invested so much in this. But density yeah. will be appearing everywhere. We're not going to see high rises dropped in the middle of Shaughnessy, but we are going to see projects approved more quickly uh, in those neighborhoods that encourage density. But you've hit an issue it has here as well, yeah. right? Like yeah. the development yeah. issue is still a problem. All of that is still an issue. Richard, you've got your finger on the pulse, pun intended, on what is happening at Surrey Memorial Hospital. There's so much concern at that hospital about patient care and a crisis, a critical situation that's happening there. Yesterday, we were talking all about this. You were talking with uh, Dr. Lee at Fraser Health. We, we had Health Minister Adrian Dix come on on short notice at the end of yesterday's program. Uh, some movement on that today with just a couple minutes uh, here. Can you, can you give us the lay of the land of what's happening today? Yeah, my understanding is Dr. Victoria Lee may be doing some more talking. Uh, there is a plan and works to have a town hall uh, between leadership at Fraser Health and doctors uh, in Fraser Health. It may include more than that. That information is just coming to me now. Uh, we know that Dr. Lee has prided herself on these town halls she does with staff, and clearly this has hit a crisis point. So my understanding is they are organizing now another conversation. I also understand that uh, Health Minister Adrian Dix has been meeting with Fraser Health leadership. He does that uh, quite often, but uh, my understanding is the topic of conversation clearly uh, are the continued concerns in the region. So we hear from Minister Dix at 2 o'clock today. He's making an announcement around uh, pharmacies. Uh, I will be asking him questions around the work that's being done in Fraser Health. And we also know there's another letter that has surfaced. Uh, it's from a week ago, but it's an important letter uh, from those doctors at Surrey Memorial saying to the province, you need to do one of two things. 
You either need to hire more hospitalists now or you need to go on diversion. And diversion would mean that patients uh, are sent away from Surrey Memorial to other local hospitals because Surrey Memorial can't handle it. I asked Mr. Dix about that yesterday. Uh, He said they are not going on diversion but he also wouldn't commit to hiring new staff, saying that this is an issue down the line, Jody, that they need to ensure that there are free beds uh, in long-term care, in assisted living, uh, in different departments of the hospital. It's not specifically an ER staffing issue. Uh, It is a transfer of patient issue, and that's what they need to address. And as we mentioned yesterday, and just for the sake of reiterating, somebody might be yelling at their radio right now, this is all a tactic to, you know, put pressure on yeah. the government to get more money. That that can play into this, but rather unprecedented to, to see physicians stepping up and putting their names on letters and, and pushing it out so publicly. Is that true? It's for sure a tactic. And it's for sure unprecedented. Both things can be true. And uh, they are working to get a better deal for hospital lists. uh, But we are seeing an issue where we are seeing more doctors speak out publicly than we've ever seen. Uh, And we're hearing things like, I wouldn't even send my family member there from people who work there. That's highly concerning, obviously. Highly concerning. Richard Zussman, as always, thank you for allowing me to steal a full half hour of your work day. I appreciate you, my friend. Sorry I was late. Always my pleasure to be on. Thanks, Jody.